Hello, my name is Eric Weinstein of 69 Whiskey. This podcast contains mature content and covers topics and subject matters that people may find offensive. The purpose of this show is to attempt to educate people on different viewpoints and topics that are not generally discussed. This community is based on inclusivity and understanding. As host, I do not condone kink-shaming, offensive terminology, or exclusion. If there is anything in this show that offends you due to our own ignorance, we apologize and will try to continue to educate ourselves and do better in the future have fun be safe and enjoy the episode ladies and gentlemen we are no longer bound by your radio this is the 69 whiskey podcast everybody and welcome to another episode of the 69 whiskey podcast i am one of your hosts the dollar store dom eric mother effing weinstein and i'm joined by my co-host did somebody say titties we're back motherfuckers it's your boy head advocate of the big titty committee motorboat and matt michalowski god damn it feels good to be back eric Everybody doubted us, but we're back. Fuck them. I'm so glad you got some audio production done while we were away. Jesus Christ. Just so you know, that that soundbite is courtesy of our good friends over at the Porn Stash podcast, who I was a guest of while we were gone. I'll get into what I've been doing in a little bit, but how you doing, pal? Oh, oh... Highly, highly overworked, but it is what it is. Living the living the life, making money. If you were going to say living the dream, I would have asked you if you were okay. No, 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 no. We're not at the dream yet. We're working on the dream. The dream hasn't gotten there, but the dream, the dream has possibilities. Well, that's good to know, at least. So... I guess this is basically the comeback episode uh, where we tell everybody where the fuck we've been and what we've been up to. Yeah. How how would you like to start? Would you like to start off, my good pal? Well, uh, sure. I have officially moved all of... Well, I've moved the majority of my things to the lovely state of New York, so I guess I'm a New Yorker now. I... I, You couldn't be a New Yorker if you tried. Well, we'll see how long I stay here for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh, It's been a little nuts. I've been walking with mayors. I've been going out and talking to people all over Union County and a lot of the different areas in New Jersey, as a, in like upstate New Jersey as a whole. I was going to say, when you say Union County, you're referencing New Jersey, right? I didn't know if there was yeah. a Union County in New York. No, no, no. I'm I'm still very much working every day in New Jersey, and I my, my life still very much revolves around things that go on in New Jersey. But I pay taxes in two states now. That's, that's just kind of how that goes. Does that mean you get a nicer little tax payback? No, no, because I still, I still owe the government money. They should be fucking. They should be thanking their lucky stars for you. Fuck, are they talking about? <laughs> Man, here's you know what's fucked up. Let's th- let's talk about this right quick. This just popped in my head. 
you're a fucking soldier. You Uh are a soldier who fucking went over to Afghanistan of all hell holes on earth. Uh And you are forced to pay taxes. Yes. On that end, I'm fine with it. Really? Yes. Because the truth of the matter is, if I was a lifetime soldier, it would be different. I would I would only have to really worry about taxes in one state for my entire goddamn life. And then I retire and I get Social Security and my disability check and all this other stuff. And yeah, that it works. It works out well there. For me, who's somebody who got medically separated, who didn't get to do the whole lifetime career thing and didn't get to the point where I would have things set up for when I left that I could live on. Yeah, it was a little bit screwy. And unfortunately, more soldiers than not leave the military in that kind of situation. Because the United States does a horrible job of protecting its own men. Yeah. Especially when they come out of the army. Uh... Like I wanna, I wanna sit here and say that the government takes care of us, and I do wanna, and I do appreciate the things that I do get from it. But there are, I'm, I'm hearing about soldiers that I knew from my time that are having severe financial troubles, that are all in severe amounts of debt can't hold down a stable job for very, very long, or they they don't make it long in the corporate worlds. And, like, I get that to, to an extent because the type of person that that lifestyle breeds isn't necessarily going to do well in a corporate world, but it's it's still messed up. Seeing how many, the the majority of soldiers that have a hard time after they get out. I just realized I brought the whole tone of this show down by bringing this up. But goddamn, yeah. but you, sorry about that, folks. But uh, it is, it's true, though, because you've been telling me some stuff. I'm not sure if you want to detail all that. You've been telling me some stuff the last couple of weeks since we've had our little hiatus. And it's kind of a, you know, it's, it's a damn fucking shame. You've been fucking cu- calling me at the at times and you're just like can i vent to you for a second about how the government's a piece of shit and i'm just like yeah go right ahead <laughs> and then you go on on tirades for about 20 to 25 minutes and i'm just gonna sit here like yeah the military is a fucked situation and here's what i'll say Look, there are there are services and there are people within those organizations that are fantastic like I'll I'll give a shout out to one of my favorite VA workers, good old Pamela Henderson over at Vocational Rehab. She does a fantastic job of making sure that veterans get what they need when they are trying to get a college education. She makes sure that they are in the best service that they can possibly be in, and they get all of the benefits that they need. Now, when a school does something interesting that causes a glitch in the system, 
I can understand why that causes stress for her. Like, recently, she had to deal with a phone call from me because I got a call from a debt collector saying that I owed money to Ryder University. And we all know that that's not true because, because the government paid for every single aspect of your college, including your one-year master's degree. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's only one problem with that. Somehow, someway, Ryder returned my, my tuition money for my last semester there. I'm sorry, they did fucking what now? Yeah, yeah, the school that's really, really, really in debt returned my tuition fees to the, to the VA. That's the most Ryder thing I think I've ever fucking heard. And I'm then sent lie. my bill over to the debt collectors. So that they can just basically completely tank your credit, more or less? I, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm, I've been curious about it the entire time, and I've been emailing them. You know it's what, been fun. You, you know what's even more fucked? They fired the guy who is in charge of the VA at the fucking campus. They fired him, who was a great fucking dude. Well, and no. No, they didn't fire him. They didn't fire him. You told me they, they fired him. Well, fired is a, is a rough term. They gave him a severance check because they were like, hey, we're making cutbacks. Anybody want to take the uh, head out and screw off money? And he said yes. He made his choice like a big boy. Unfortunately, that was a real bad decision for them. In my opinion. Because in my opinion, and... This, this again, has nothing to do with their choices. The, the Veterans Affairs Department, for every college, is one of the most important departments in your entire university. And the reason for that is every one of those students that goes through the Veterans Affairs Office is a guaranteed paycheck for the school. You are guaranteed to get the money for that student's tuition one way or another. There's no chance that those students will ever have financial issues. There's no chance that those students... Well, those students will have financial issues for other reasons, but they, they will never have issues with paying for school. They will never have issues with their GPA because the only way that they continue to use that, those benefits is if they maintain their average. So, yeah. In my opinion, the Veterans Affairs Office guarantees you a four-year student. Which, Mish, I got a question for you since you were a four-year student. Go right ahead. How much did that cost you? A lot of fucking money. No, 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 no. What is the dollar amount that Ryder University got out of you? Um, I don't remember. It's a big number. I just know that much. I don't remember the exact number, and I don't think it's legal for me to actually say. Was it over $40,000? I, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was well over that. I think it was even maybe close to 50, if I'm not mistaken. So, they're guaranteeing at least $50,000 over a four-year period for each one of those students. 
yeah i, I don't i don't see the logic in that <laughs> oh that was a horrible decision by them yeah and honestly how much does the veterans affairs office really cost each of these universities it shouldn't pay it shouldn't cost them anything no, I mean, no, it should cost them something no, well, because it, it should, but you it need cost to you need to pay the coordinator because the truth of the matter is that coordinator, if you have a good coordinator, he prints money for you and ensures that you continue to get donations because he's getting your guy your soldiers' jobs after they're out through one of these nonprofits that. The reason I have my job currently that I'm able to survive is because of the Veteran Affairs Coordinator at Ryder. I mean, your job involves in being involved with veterans. So no, that should... No. Well, I thought it was at one point, or at least that's one aspect it, of it. Will, it will if I move over to a different program. Currently, I'm just focused on getting people vaccinated. Speaking of which... Anybody in New Jersey that uh, needs to get their booster shot or their very first ever COVID-19 uh, vaccination, please give Be Brave New Jersey a call. Tell them that Eric Weinstein sent you. Uh, my unique employee identifier is EyesUnionNJ. Zero zero six nine, baby. <laughs> Seriously, is it really six nine? At oh, the end? oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me see. Hold you're, up, you're fucking Hold lying. Up. I'm not lying to you. Hold on, is it on here? No, it is not. It is not Fuck. on that one. But First yes, of all, my. I want to mention we're not getting paid for any of this. My my unique identifier is uh uh eyes union nj zero zero six nine. I, when I saw it, I jumped up and down with joy. <laughs> you see the smile on my face right now? If only you, the people at home could see the smile on my face and how much pride and joy that brings me. But um, yeah, if you if you guys get your, your COVID-19 vaccination or booster shot, I can give you twenty-five a $25 gift card. Yes, that's right. A $25. Huh? To what? Whatever the fuck you want. So if I so hypothetically speaking, if I wanted an Amazon gift card, you can just give me if I got my vaccination or booster shot, you would give me that. Yes, I consider getting fucking vaccinated now. <laughs> Bitch, you better. <laughs> I'll consider it. Speaking of COVID, you actually just recaught the vid a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, yep. Well, one of the luxuries of the job is you go to places where people are probably have COVID and I was a dumb mook and went somewhere without a mask. And uh, yeah, I caught the vid. Now, I think I asked you this already, but for the show's sake, because you had it around Christmas. So was this any better or worse this time around, considering you've probably had all of your shots at this point? I mean, I'll admit that I was less comfortable because this place is under construction and I don't have all of the lovely things that I have with uh, my step with my crazy stepmother who has all the get healthy quick remedies. 
all the Russian uh, all the Russian remedies that are thousands of years old and can probably cure cancer if they wanted to. Uh, but I see what you mean. So you, you you weren't feeling too too hot. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a little rough. It was it sucked pretty hard, but I made it through. Well, you're alive. That's a good thing, or else we wouldn't be recording today. I'd probably be at your funeral. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I could, if I could even afford one at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, what what's the fucking cost of a funeral now? Like, what, almost ten thousand? Are you fucking nuts? If you think that that's all a funeral costs, you're out of your mind. I last I heard it was like seven thousand dollars, but that was years ago. You're thinking way cheap. From what I'm tracking, it's like twenty to thirty. Fuck me, Jesus. Yeah. Um. So, hypothetically, had you had died, I think at that point we're just gonna throw a party and have a bunch of women come over and just start drinking in your honor. Fucking actual funeral. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper. Damn. Okay. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing: when you when you when you die, think about it like this: when you die, you of all people, I would I could picture being remembered in like the biggest epic party bash imaginable. Am I right or am I wrong? Because there was, and I asked this because I saw a movie once that had Wesley Snipes in it, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. and uh, it was called. Um, was it one night stand or some shit like that so in the movie his friend who's played by robert downey jr who's gay and has aids mm-hmm. dies and the way that they celebrate his death is they just have a massive fucking party i i can see you if you die going out with a massive party that's all i'm gonna say I mean, I like the idea. I I don't like people being somber. I don't want people to be somber because I'm gone. I want people to remember the good times with me and move on with their fucking lives. So I guess I don't know. Uh, I'm just I'm just throwing the idea out there, Eric. Yeah. I don't want you to go yet. Yeah, yeah. It's you got a real long time before I die. At least I hope. <laughs> I would certainly hope so. The way that I I live my life, we may not be too certain about this. (laughs) (laughs) You almost... Would you say you live your life like a professional wrestler without the actual wrestling aspect? Because we know they go hard, or at least the old school guys used to go hard. No, I don't think I'm, I'm that bad yet. Do you think you're getting there? I think that when I was younger, absolutely. Now I've mellowed out only because I don't have the finances to be as crazy and I don't have the community. However, I am very, very excited with uh, what I am doing this week. Ooh, what's that? I'm going to a munch again. Okay, I want to save that for next week. Because that's going to be next week's episode. Now I'm look, I look forward to hearing about shit like that. Um, if only I can make the trip, that would be fun. Well, no, this one's online. Oh, is an online much? Okay. Yeah, this one's online, and then I'm going to the physical one on the twenty second or twenty seventh. I don't know. It's this month. It's this month. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking about now that you mentioned that. Hmm. 
because Exotica is starting up again. They're doing the Chicago Expo. Well, yep. At this yep. point, it's over. I've think, I've so. already started planning for that. Okay, good. I was going to say, are we making Exotica 69 Whiskey Edition, excuse me, part two? Yes, yes. And uh, I'm I'm currently contemplating some things for that. Don't tell anybody. Or no, right no. Now. I'm. Uh, uh, this is stuff that I'm announcing ahead of time because I'm. This is stuff that I'm considering for my own experience purposes. I'm considering whether or not I should get a hotel room for it. Really? Yeah, I priced it out. The hotel room that I would go for, I would get the hotel going into Monday. That way, I could just kind of enjoy myself for the last day at the convention center and be a little bit wild on uh, Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, because Friday and Saturdays are really the day to get wild. Sunday is like the chill day. Everybody's hanging out. Nobody's really getting too fucked up. Oh, yeah. I can see uh, that. But yeah, I was thinking about getting the hotel room because I wanted to. I wanted to really just experience exotica and not be like oh i'm gonna be standing for this long the entire goddamn day and i then have to drive all the way home yeah because i think because you were there all three days and you had to drive from edison all the way to your home by the shore which is what it was like an hour south yeah take all you got to take the parkway and all that shit. Like that must be a nightmare to make. Not only two dot times a day, but three days out of that weekend. Like half of your time that you would have spent there was spent driving. Yep. Which is which is wild. I mean, so, right now my drive isn't so bad. Right now it's like a twenty minute drive. Oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. But if you get the hotel, which is the one right by the convention center, I think is where the, all the yeah. parties are. That's where you would. Uh, I'm assuming that's where you would go. Yeah. That's nothing. And it's like a fucking two two or three minute walk from there. Yeah. So that's a that's a smart idea. Like I might if I if I get stable employment by that time, I might take you up on that as well. I'll probably do the same or somewhere around there. I will warn you that the hotel that I priced out was about five hundred bucks for the whole I'm, fucking weekend. The whole weekend. Yes. Eh, that's about what I expected. It's actually a lot cheaper than I expect, to be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't even started, like, thinking about pricing out hotels for uh, Comic-Con yet. That's a whole other animal in itself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that one is a trip. What is that, the New York one you're talking about? Oh, yeah, I want to go back to that. That one was fun. I had is that a the, blast. Is that is that the Javits Center? Yeah, that's at the Javits okay. Center. That's that one was yeah, that, that one was a lot of fun last year. I got to see a lot of really cool stuff. And boy, oh boy, do I want those fucking Nikes! Fuck the Nikes. Look at all the goddamn Bandai toys that were there. Uh, Holy excuse shit. me, excuse me. I want my Vegeta pair of uh, Nikes. Okay, I, never mind. It's, I, I take back what I said. Get the Nikes. But the fucking all the Bandai shit that they have, whoo, that's like hundreds of dollars right there so you come into that with me this year we'll see what happens you know me i don't plan that far ahead for things i don't know what my schedule is for yet so i know exotic i mean I, will make I mean start planning now 
Start start planning all this shit now because that is big time. Right now, I'm fucking broke, so I can't price nothing out right now. Oh no, I can <laughs> completely understand that. Yeah, I'm fucking broke, but hopefully, um, once uh everything, hopefully within the next few months, I'll pick up some employment, some good employment, and I will uh take care of that. But um, and it, I guess if you're done with your section, I can kind of work on what I've been doing now. Unless you got anything else you want to mention? Nope, nope. Go Alrighty. ahead. All righty, I got a lot. So sit back and sit tight. What's the first thing I want to cover on my list? Uh, oh, how about No Nut Lent? The good old No Nut Lent bet with our good friends Don, Zach, and Carlos from that uh-huh. damn podcast. Yeah, I'm waiting. After 47 days and 47 nights, ladies and gentlemen, your boy, Motorboat and Matt Michalowski, can now confirm he is the winner! Congratulations. I am so proud that you managed to not beat your meat for 47 days. Congratulations. Do you understand how uncomfortable I was by like week two? Do you understand how much I just say this is your own goddamn fault, you fucking idiot? Yes, I know. It was my own goddamn fault. But I did it for the sake of content. I did it for the sake of doing something stupid for the show. And I won. So that's all that matters. So okay. uh, shout, shout out to uh, everybody over there, though. I'll get to that in a few minutes. But yeah, No Not Lent was miserable. I've gone on every podcast I have talking about it. And it has, it's been tough. It's not been fun. I can tell you right now, my balls felt like 10 pounds by the time those last couple of days were coming around. And I actually, you know, technically Lent ends on easter i actually mm-hmm. waited an extra day so technically that's where the 47th day comes and i pretty much gave myself another day just because i'm like you know what uh, i'll wait for monday and boy monday was the best day ever <laughs> <laughs> in addition to that pull up my list here um i as i mentioned i was on a whole shit ton of podcasts six as a matter of fact with a couple of more pending on the way I want to give a shout outs and thank yous for having me on to that damn podcast who I just mentioned, our good buddies at Porn Stash Podcast, the podcast Music Junkies. That was a fun conversation. The Rubberneckers Podcast, Air Raid Podcast, and as for right now, last but certainly not least, the Foodball Podcast, mm. which is, you know, it's really weird though, because... All of these shows, some of you, some of them you don't know, but a lot of these shows are completely fucking different from each other. Obviously, that damn podcast is a little bit more conversational. I would say the same thing for Air Raid, Rubberneckers as well. As a matter of fact, Rubberneckers is a podcast that Jody B is a part of, and he had invited me on to, so I had a good uh, conversation with the guys over there. And um, for the record, I'll leave a link, whether in the directory of this episode or somewhere on twitter i will probably put it down all the podcasts i've been a part of up to this point so keep an eye out for that on social media and then what else music junkies was a music podcast that i had a lot of fun talking to uh, annette really wonderful woman to talk to uh porn stash we know what we could expect from porn stash that was a wild fucking episode probably 
I hadn't laughed that hard in a long time up to that point. And uh, Foodball Podcast was actually a uh, food and or culinary related podcast. So as some of you may know, I've mentioned it in previous episodes. I did culinary vocational school and uh, I was more than happy to be a part of it. Great guy. So you've been busy. Yeah, I've been very busy. As a matter of fact, it's it's been and that's not even the beginning of what the well, that's just the beginning, I would say, of what I've been doing. Let's see. Oh, the next uh, I would say this is probably the most important on the list. As I mentioned before, I was going through a broadcasting school and that is now coming to an end as of this week. I think the last class is the third or fourth one of those days okay. of, of May. So that was um, really and... I got to be honest with you. I haven't felt this motivated to be a part of our industry in a really, really long time, if that makes any sense to you. And that's okay. just because that's because I got to not only learn new ways to do things for me that I'm now going to try and implement in other aspects of whether it's this podcast or recording for YouTube or doing voiceovers, anything of that nature. Um, mm -hmm. I learned a lot of good things in terms of editing that I didn't necessarily know beforehand. And um, when it comes to just learning about things such as, say, how to do sports broadcasting, how to do better on-air shows, those were all useful tools for me to learn. So, And even television. They taught us the television aspect of things. So you know, while I may not use a, a good portion of it just because it's not my wheelhouse, what I did learn within the realm of what I know how to do has only, I would say it's helped me got, get better at things of that nature. Okay. So, so now, everybody. so now you were, you went into this expecting to get gainful employment at the end of it, correct? Yes. So basically what's going to happen from this point forward is we are going to enter what they call phase two. So phase two is essentially now creating demo reels as well as other sort of reels, depending on what toward, if you're going to do radio, are you going to do a demo for certain markets like country music, for instance, or top 40 or rock or things of that nature? Because, mm -hmm. you know, we're right by Philadelphia, the school, it's in Cherry Hill. It's literally, we are literally in one of the centers, at least on the East Coast for media. So you have to kind of understand like what, the markets are within that and they're going to teach you the business of as the business aspect of it phase two so phase one was just like the classes what you can learn from there phase two is what to do is what they do next in terms of the business aspect of things and all that and hopefully by then i should be reaching out to employers within the next month or so maybe two okay listen man i'm i'm happy for you i'm glad that i hope things work out for you on this one I do too. Uh, I do too. But um, I think the best thing about it is I got to get to know because we probably had some of the one of the biggest classes that they've had in a long time. We had like almost a dozen people in our class, which is like unheard of for them, especially post COVID. So yeah. we so, all got along really good. And there may be some projects I do with some members of my class going forward that I think um, that's going to be fun for me to do. You know. Okay. Well, I have this that I need to call you out on on our Go podcast. Ahead. Go ahead. I need you to reach out to fucking Flock. Sure. Because homeboy, 
I love you, but we need to start working on one of the projects that Flop gave us. And motherfucker, I really want to do it. I really want to. I really want to pull this off. Could you, um, could you please uh, remind me? Because I've been doing a lot of shit live shit lately, motherfucking demos for porn. No, no, like, so one of the things that that I remember from one of our last episodes that we did with Flock was his idea that he posed of us actually getting a girl to come on, do the podcast with us, talk to us about, like, an aspect of kink that either I have some sort of prior knowledge of and understanding of how to do it safely, and then after we have the conversation about it and whatnot, me and the girl actively do a scene for it, and it is an experience for you to understand what the fuck is going on and oh, see yeah, the live that. demonstrations. I remember that. And we could also do video with it. All right. So there's that there's that video training that came in such lovely help for you with uh, this lovely broadcasting class. So you need to reach out to your homie. I do. I've been actually having a small conversations with him here and there because he's been so busy and I've been so busy. So I'll definitely uh, step up my game in this week or the next. And because uh, uh, we we about to put some some time and some real mother effing effort into this goddamn podcast and all of the associated media with it because boy oh boy I want this thing to take off and oh, I know I, I know. want. I want our first official sponsor to actually get some real sales out of this because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I would like to thank everybody out there because 69 Whiskey has an official sponsor, a product for you to go out and buy. We have a link in everything for you to go out and check out this absolutely fantastic product because we've done an episode on it. The motherfucking Baldo. Yes, we fucking have. And I'm glad I found this. Shout out to Jody B for pointing this out to me because he brought it to my attention. We are now official affiliates of the Baldo, which is the dildo for your balls. And if you want to go fuck something with your balls and uh, join the ball sex nation, join the ball sex nation. And this is a great product. Support the show. Support oh the show my god, I'm gonna go buy a Baldo now. <laughs> <laughs> does, does it make any sense to, to buy to buy it with our link, though? Because you're only gonna be paying us our own I don't money. give a shit! I'm just gonna buy it now! I want, you to, link. I want you to understand, like, on the principle of the matter now, whether I ever use it or not, whether I get curious one, one evening and decide that I'm going to attach this thing to my testicles, that's besides the point. I'm going to go buy this product because you know what? They made us affiliates, so I've gotta I've gotta really now show some support to these people and buy a Baldo. 
Yeah, definitely. Just do that. And if you guys are interested, I will put a link down in the description of today's episode going as well as going forward. You can also find the Baldo link on our link tree, which is located in pretty much every social media outlet we have, or most of them anyway, that allow it. Are so you going to buy a Baldo? Um, I'll think about it. It's, it's again, you know, it's not something that I think would be uh, up my alley right now, if that makes sense. Maybe who down knows? Who knows? What, what one day you're just sitting there, it's on your nightstand. You're, you're like, you know, we we did an episode on this, and I've been curious ever since. Man, man, oh man, I should just slide this right onto my testicles and just see how it feels, and that will be that that will be the turning point for one Matthew Michalowski. <laughs> That'll officially get me to join the ball sex revolution. <laughs> so that's just another thing I've been taking care of in terms of the show. And I guess last but certainly not least on my end has been the indie podcasting tournament. Now, our friends over at That Damn Podcast basically put together a tournament, March Madness style, of 64 indie podcasts and basically... Yeah, because you can't take reached... 69, because that's our shtick. Well, exactly. <laughs> it, not that it would work anyway, because it's an odd number. Dumb I don't give a shit. But, Somebody uh... gets a buy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way, goddammit. But let's, to be fair, we technically did get a buy our first round. But we have now reached round four of the Indie Podcasting oh, Tournament. Yeah, oh, we, fuck. We... So let's explain. Let me explain the process of what this was like. Our first round, we had to create a meme that related to the other show. I forgot the name of the show at first that we had, but I created the meme for them. They did not create a meme for me. And they basically, uh, we basically win by default and move on to the next round. The next round was a little bit tougher. Now we have to create an entirely new logo for that podcast. And God, you, you dropped the ball so hard. I didn't drop the ball. I went with what I thought was good. Not And, and here's the thing. I reimagined, it was a film podcast that we were going up against. And I reimagined their logo a certain way, kind of using what they already had, but trying to make, trying to do it a little bit differently. And yeah, there was some creative things I could have done that I didn't nece necessarily think of at the time that you pointed out to me. You're right. I and still think also, there should have been a dolphin. I wouldn't have known that. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate you telling me after the fact so I can think about that next time. However, they put out an image that was pretty fucking good. I'm not going to lie. It was very fucking good. My only issue with it was that it felt like a stock image with writing on it. As clean as fuck as it was. It was clean as fuck and classy as shit. I loved it. I just wished there was a little bit more effort put into it. Like the effort that myself and my brother, who was a fucking Photoshop wizard, um, helped me out with uh, on ours. Because we did some tricks and shit that, you know, we tried to pull out as many different techniques and stops as possible. We barely won that round by like three or four votes. That's dolphin. how close it was. Yes, Dolphin. Got it. Dolphin. Dolphin. And the, okay. the, the, man, the, the man's it. name was Flipper. I get it. I get it. Like we, we can drop the dolphin. Now. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I just need to. Uh, I need to. I need. So, 
so that everybody else understands. Who who here? Well, Mish, Mish, because I've explained it to you. What is the sex move, the dolphin? I know you told me, and my memory's not good, so you're going to have to explain mm. it. So the dolphin, my good friend, is when you have a girl bent over. Oh, okay. I remember you, now. You have, her, you have her bent over, and you're going to town on her, and you just real quick pull it out and then jam it in her ass. And the noise that most girls make when you do this is, ah, 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 ah. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is the dolphin. I got it now. I got it now. At the time, I didn't think of it. But I appreciate that information. And now this information is going to be presented online, so I never forget. Thank God. <laughs> so then we move on to the next round, I mean, which it's is better great. than the angry bull. Huh? It's better than the angry bull. Let's not go there. <laughs> 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 so our next round, we faced our good our, our good pals at uh, Dad's on Dayquil, or my good pals anyway. And we this to be fair, um, we were supposed to face them in the previous round. I think something got switched up with the brackets, which I don't know how that makes any sense if it's a bracket, but that's besides the point. We were supposed to face them last round. They helped us. They kind of helped us out to win that round and to face them in the next one because they were winning by a pretty decent margin. So we created a promo for them. And I got to say, it's probably some of my best work in terms of production. I really enjoy You listened to it. I, it was a really great take on what I think would be a good promo for them. And I did add that thing that you told me to add at the end. It was it was good. It was good. I will give you I will give you the pat on the back you deserve for that one. It was good. And we now, deserved 110% to win that round cuz that was really good. Thank you. We almost lost, but we, I ended up pulling out some uh, I ended up getting some tricks and uh pulling out all the stops to win that one. Now this is where it's fucking tough. Now keep in mind we're recording this on Sunday. The next round of the bracket goes live tomorrow. This oh. round, and it, and the voting will continue until Friday when this episode releases. So we now have to somehow, some way, record a prank call. In general, yep. I'm, I'm tasking you with that. <laughs> I'm not take, I'm not going down that road. I need a break. It's been. I've done three rounds of this. I'm tired. I don't do prank calls. I'm not good at that shit. I'm not nearly as entertaining as people may think I am when it comes to that. I see. I don't have jokes for that. That's that's not that's not my kind of humor. I, I don't know, do. Just... I don't do practical jokes. I do. I do horrible, horrible things. I know. I know you do horrible things. That's why I thought you'd be good for it. But at the same time, I see what you're saying as well. Oh, I think no. that's a really rough round to do i mean uh, i because because the worst part about this is the round i would have wanted to be was the diss track round we could have made a diss track for the other team that we were going up against but we would have to win this round to get to that point so see, that one's that one's easy for me because that's, that's exactly because you would just like, everybody including that's, me <laughs> that's just like hey eric go be a bard awesome Yes, exactly. This is right up your alley, too. The uh, problem is we have to get to this. We have to pass this part, and I don't know how to uh, pass it. This is a, this is I've stumped. I've stumped. Uh, 
I mean, if we had the money, if we had the money, the Lauren Phillips thing would have been fantastic right now. Oh, no. Yeah, that would have been Not fantastic that. right now. Not oh, that. my God. If I could have uh, pulled that off right now, that would have been fucking great. We, I, we would have won by default. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a pr it wouldn't be a, a prank phone call, but goddamn, it would be a prank. It would be a prank on me. That's what it would be. Oh, it would be fucking oh, great. Oh shit, that would be fucking funny. But um, shout out to Lauren Phillips, who's also at Exotica in Chicago, at least at the point of this recording. But uh, yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing. That's everything I've been doing. I've been nonstop fucking working promoting the show. Hey, like Lauren, Lauren, give me a call. I really, really need to make a prank happen real soon, and I'm willing to pay lots of money. Don't listen I, to him. He's lying. I, I'm, I'm really, really willing to make this happen, and I'm not. I, I'm really not sure how how deep this is gonna go, but I'm, I'm gonna let this go real real deep if i if i have to fuck you i don't think you quite understand just how badly i want this prank to actually happen i know you want it to happen i don't want it to happen right now you don't oh. understand i'm okay with the prank happening because it works in my benefit i don't want it to happen now see i think it would be funny as shit i think right now it would be oh my god if it was now, I'd hate you, and everyone in my family <laughs> would hate you. God damn. Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm waiting for the day. Just, you're sitting in your room, you're watching some bullshit wrestling show, and just knock at, at your front door. Your mom goes up and answers it, and it's Lauren Phillips in the, like, trashiest police outfit that I could possibly fucking find. And she just goes, I'm looking for one Matt Michalowski. <laughs> He's been a bad boy. And just your mother's, the look on your mother's face. I'm picturing it. It's not good. And then she walks, she walks up to your room. She asks you, Matthew, Matthew, why, oh why, is there a very attractive police officer asking for you at our front door? And then what would your response be? Don't ask questions. I'll be back in a couple hours. <laughs> See, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the truth of the matter. The look of sheer disappointment on your mother's face. Totally and, and the look of absolute pride that your father will do. No, no, equally disappointed. You don't know see, my dad. He is equally, he'd be equally as disappointed. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, if that ever happened to, if I ever had a son and that ever happened to him, or if that ever happened to like my little brother... Do you understand the amount of pride that would be in my heart for that child? I really hope Sammy never listens to this episode. <laughs> <I have no> <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> I will kill you. 
<laughs> I think I have it. <laughs> Pay back some motherfucker. Nah, you'd never do that. Let's put it this way. If when I start to have actual money to play around with, there's no telling what I'll do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mr. Limp Noodle. Sure. You say that now. You say that now. I want you uh, I, I want you to, to 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 remember this. There's going to be a very very attractive redhead police officer outside your parents' door. Now what happens if I move and 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 you accidentally send her to the wrong address? See, that's the thing. I know you're not moving. I know you're I I I know I know how you are right now and I know where you are right now. If I do this, and it happens anytime soon, understand, you're stuck, and you can't get away from it. The clock is ticking, and whether or not you are li still living at your parents when this happens is all on you. I guess I gotta get that job somewhere in Philly then, so at least you could uh, fucking send her to that area, maybe. <laughs> who knows i'm who knows you think i want to drive an hour and a half every day to go to work and to, and to go to philly fuck that I'll, I'll fucking get a place by the border or some shit okay but i think that pretty much wraps up everything that we've cut that we've done over the course of the last month and a half or so i mean Which, you know what i'm actually i do have i do have a question for you <clears throat> go ahead and I don't know whether or not you want to talk about this on air. What's the uh, what's the deets on episode sixty nine? Oh boy! Oh, oh I just boy. opened a can of worms. Didn't yeah, I? yeah, you did. Uh, he just realized he had something to do. <laughs> well, no, no, I've I've known about it. That's actually part of the reason why I want you to talk to Flock, because. The truth of the matter is what I was originally planning on doing, I'm not going to have the time to do it with my I current schedule. I uh, don't expect you to, and I would completely understand. I think everybody else would completely understand. Yeah, I wanted to do something big and crazy. I wanted to uh, be, I wanted it to be something that was a, just a massive, massive concoction of things that was entirely 69 whiskey and everything that we've done as 69 whiskey but at the same time i don't have the time the resources the ability to really dedicate that to dedicate what i would need to do that correctly so that's 100 percent fair so I want to see if we can get four episode 69 flocks plan to happen. So I really, really want you to reach out and see who he can get, get us in touch with. Now, because... just so I'm clear and I'll, so you want them to meet with, to meet you in person or perform yeah. the scene in there? Yeah, because I'm, well, I'll, go to them or they come to me or I'll have to get a hotel room or something. Uh, are, are you sure that's doable? Yeah. There's a 
These people aren't prostitutes, you know. But I'd like to uh, do fire cupping on somebody. I'll see what I can do. I mean, I don't know if they'll go for a plan like that, but have a have a hooker just in case. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Just in, case, Damn. just in case if I can't pull it off, because I'm I've just gotta keep in mind these people are sex workers, you know. They they they're not comfortable with working with not working with anyone they don't know. Yeah, I understand that. What I'm saying is is that the most I can do is get an interview. Yeah, I'm fine with that. If it's just an interview, it's just an interview. But I'm I'm trying to get and leave this shit in because this is this is us discussing this. I like I like this idea. I I like I, the idea too. It's just the I think it's, the logistics of it are a nightmare. Yeah, like I'll I'll figure it out one way or another. I'll figure it out. But I want 69 Whiskey to start moving forward. I want 69 Whiskey to actually get some real content. I want 69 Whiskey to be able to start its own OnlyFans. I want 69 Whiskey to have more content than what we have now. And you know what? Put my money where my mouth is. I'm a motherfucking firetop. Time for me to teach how to be a firetop. And how... Fucking absolutely kinky and hot fire cupping can be. I'm not arguing that. Just have a hooker just in case. Okay. I'll re- I'll do my job. Don't worry. I've been doing my job for the last month and a half. Absolutely. I I I love how you do your job, and I love when I give you a task like this. You usually hit the fucking mark. So let's 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 test. And see just how fucking good Matthew Michalowski is. Can you get me somebody to shoot motherfucking fire cupping with? I won't make promises, but I will try. Alright. Well, that is all the time we have for this episode of the 69 Whiskey Podcast. Mish! Do the housekeeping! Do you understand how much I've missed the sound of you yelling that to me? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (sighs) Build it up, build it up, build up, build up. (sighs) Mish! Do the damn housekeeping! Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out episode 65. We're back, baby. The boys are back in town. And you can find our lovely podcast on Apple Podcasts, our Buzzsprout hosting site, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Pandora, Audia, Deezer, the Good Pods app, so many more. If you have a podcasting app or or platform, odds are we're probably on it. And of course, please leave us feedback because we'll always read your feedback on the show and it's greatly appreciated. As a matter of fact... I have a lot of feedback right now that I can read off to you from the last time we did an episode. So, I've been fucking busy. So, I want to give a shout out to my friend Annette from Music Music Junkies, who gave us a five star on Spotify. I also have some Apple feedback I want to present to you. 
Um, this was given to us on March 18th. It's from Passion Board Shop. They gave us a five stars and said, Eric and Matt rule. The hosts, Eric and Matt, are clear, hilarious, and nonstop entertainment. Grab a drink and kick back with your new best friend. This next bit of a five-star review, this next uh, review we have here is from April 22nd. It's from the Completely Off the Rails podcast. They said, please hurry back. Show is awesome. And a time when everyone has to watch what they say or get quote-unquote canceled, I love when people are real. They also bring on guests that add to the show. Hopefully you guys are back soon. Well, guess what? We're back, baby. And of course, on Good Pods, Ken, Mr. Gentleman, five stars. Porn Stash, five stars. John Irk, five stars. Dave Graham, Ashley Lana, Jake Madosik, and Rob and Lloyd. We appreciate all the five star reviews on Good Pods. And of course, last but not least, if you want to check us out on social media, Twitter. 69 Whiskey Pod. We have jumped up significantly in follower count. You probably have, God, I think we've got like maybe four to 500 followers since our last episode. It's been a while, but um, it's definitely jumped up significantly. Uh, Instagram, 69 Whiskey Podcast. Facebook, the letters RU69 Whiskey. Twitch, 69 whiskey and eric the one thing i wish i had the time to do but i didn't have the time to do is the youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that's the only thing i fucked up on and right. i just didn't have time because it's, it's what I, my process is very time consuming i just didn't have the time to do it but you're good I promise i promise you ladies and gentlemen i'll get you that fucking content on youtube of all of our old episodes at some point in time but in the meantime, subscribe to 69 Whiskey. I'll get something there for you. I promise. Yeah. Real quick before we go, because I, I, I've been hearing rumblings around the internet about things that, that are being done in this podcast's name. And I want to I wanna call something out. Now... Mish, to my knowledge, you lost something. You lost something very near and dear to you. And somebody what? has been flaunting it, to my knowledge. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Gollin. No, I didn't. Wait a second. I forgot! Fuck, that's the last thing I actually forgot about. What? I didn't, uh... I, I, I won back the, the uh, E-Boy Championship at WrestleMania weekend. Ah, good. 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 I'm very happy that you did that. Because I was about to do something real, real mean. What? Did, what? I didn't... They, first of all, they can't fucking have a, a match without me since I'm the fucking champion. By the way, Gollin, get fucked, buddy. I told you I was going to win back my fucking championship. WrestleMania well, weekend, I put out the challenge, and that boy well, answered, and I beat him handily. Well, I'm done playing games with you children. I'm, I'm done listening to the half-assed promos from you. I'm done listening to... The 
Give me my championship back. I need to defend it more from their podcast. So first of all, they never sent me the fucking championship. Where's my belt, motherfucker? So, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to take it from whoever the fuck has it. And I'm going and I'm going to walk around with it. And I'm going to show you what a real goddamn wrestling promo and fucking and fucking knowledge of wrestling actually looks like. So, Twat Waffles, let's see who steps up. Double or nothing. Bring it on, bitch. Got it. Bring it the fuck on. I worked my ass off to get that championship back. I will fucking defend it. Yeah, it's going to be real sad when I take it in one shot. Guess what? Guess what? You've made some really questionable-ass picks before. I don't trust Uh you to fucking win this. Yep. Hell, the... The whole reason I lost the fucking championship was because of you and your out of out of pocket picks. So when we, we were had, we had to be teams. So now I am fully confident in my abilities to beat you, to beat Jared, to beat Jordan, to beat any other schmucks they decide to bring into the ring. Bring it on, motherfuckers! I'm I'm going in. I'm, I'm going taking. in. I'm confident. I feel good. I am focused. I will beat the piss out of all of you. I'm taking it strictly just so you're aware I'm taking it from you strictly to remind you who's the boss please please give me a break hell I'd be glad to lose it to you to be honest with you if it's anyone I lose it to I'm I'm glad it's you because at least it stays with whiskey it stays with whiskey as long as it stays with whiskey I'm okay with that if it's them that takes it I'm not gonna be happy I'm so glad you're okay with being second fiddle Please, if anything, I've been, the main, I've been the main guy. I've been the main guy since we had our hiatus. Give me a break. Where have you been? I've heard nothing but crickets coming on your end, pal. Listen, listen, just remember this. I am the main attraction. We keep me in the wings because you only get me on special occasions. You you will send out to any has-been or who's who on the internet. So uh, is that... Does that mean? Does that mean you're essentially Brock Lesnar just without the clout? I mean, let's be honest. Let's be fair. When Brock Lesnar had that run where he w- would have the title and didn't defend it, that was mo- probably one of the most miserable times for WWE. If you are comparing yourself to that sort of run, I can already tell ratings are already going to drop. Well, it's it's happened before. It'll happen again. Well, I've got the same Viking braid now, so. Oh yeah, and, and it doesn't look nearly as good on you as it does on Brock. That's all. Oh I'm say. fuck you! <laughs> well, that's I have our to put epi- you in your place every now and again. That's our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good evening. It's been real. Bye bye. <laughs>